IKEA's best-selling product is not furniture. IKEA's most successful product is not a piece of furniture. It's a meatball. In late April, deep into the COVID-19 lockdown, IKEA released a set of instructions on their Twitter and the internet went crazy. However, these weren't normal instructions, they were a recipe for their famous Swedish meatballs, for everyone to cook at home. The unreal sales figures. IKEA sells a whopping 150 million meatballs per year, dwarfing the sales of its top furniture product, the Billy Bookcase. Billy, as it's come to be known, is claimed to be the most commercially successful piece of modern furniture with more than 110 million IKEA Billy bookcases sold since its inception 40 years ago. However, with over 1 billion meatballs sold, the meatballs sell at a rate that's almost 22 times greater than the Billy each year. 150 million units, compared to Billy's measly 7 million units. From a business and marketing perspective, this is fascinating. A furniture store's number one product isn't furniture at all. Why do they sell food in the first place? IKEA's founder, Ingvar Komprod, held the hypothesis that hungry customers were distracted customers, but if they were sufficiently satiated, they'd be likely to shop for longer, thus buying more. Initially tested in 1958, when IKEA opened cafes in their stores, this long-held belief is still part of IKEA's core strategy today. Gerd Diavald, who runs IKEA's U.S. food operations says, when you feed, they stay longer, they can talk about their purchases, and they make a decision without leaving the store. Losing money on purpose, strategic loss. IKEA's policy is to try and be the cheapest meal within a certain radius of the store, even if it means selling at a loss. In business and marketing terms, this is known as a loss leader. This strategy reinforces your cheap prices in customers' minds and serves as brand awareness for the customers that don't convert the first time. If you buy an IKEA meal today for £5, IKEA makes a loss, but you may also purchase £1,000 worth of furniture, so this offsets the loss of revenue on the food you ordered. For those customers that buy the meal but don't buy anything else, IKEA uses that loss as marketing towards future purchases. Customers will remember having a great deal at IKEA on food and won't be averse to coming back again when they do need to make a homeware purchase in the future. Although this tactic works, it doesn't suit companies with shallow pockets, so be wary about copying it. Are we destined for a new era of business fusion? Like the trend of food fusion, or mixing cuisines from around the world, IKEA's success may have cemented a new era of business fusion. IKEA's sales outside of their wheelhouse might be a lesson to all of us. As retail sales slowly move online, brick-and-mortar businesses will need to adapt, using their expensive retail locations in unique ways, or sharing the real estate with food and beverage franchises. Businesses have already combined with complementing services to maximize revenue. We just don't notice it that often. We can already see. Homeware stores with restaurants. Bookstores with coffee shops attached. Local convenience stores with post offices. Supermarkets with in-house photo services. The list goes on. Each player in the market is working hard to satiate their customers' needs and keep their undivided attention. Time is money and if they're not browsing your store, they're potentially spending their money in someone else's.